Hello, you're listening to Freelance Mum, the mother of all juggling acts, with me, Faye Dicker. And me, Laura Rawlings. I'm sure that many of you have just been listening to the announcements when it comes to um, self-employed. Um, from the Chancellor and joining me here today we've got Zoe Whitman from But The Books um, an accountant who is well across a lot of what's going on and and hopefully joining us very shortly will be Ryan Bartlett the Economic Policy Advisor I'm just going to start by opening this up to you Zoe and asking what is your initial reaction to the what they're providing right now in terms of business support for the self-employed yeah, so the Chancellor of the Exchequer has made an announcement this evening that there's going to be a better support pass- package for the self-employed. And I think it is going to be great for a lot of people. So should we just summarise what's going to be included in that? I think that'd be really helpful, yeah. yeah. So we're expecting for the self-employed, the self-employed will be able to claim a grant for up to 80, or 80% of their business profits over the last three years, capped at £2,500 per month. That's The people who are eligible are going to be contacted by HMRC. That money should be paid out in June. Um, It's going to be for people who receive the majority of their income from self-employment, who have submitted a tax return for 1819 and who have profits of up to £50,000. So the Chancellor was saying that that should cover about 95% of the self-employed population. So um, a big relief for a lot of people. Uh, But I I think there are still quite a lot of people that haven't, there are still a lot of questions that haven't been answered yet. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting just thinking amongst the three of us, our different scenarios. And we know the Chancellor said one of the reasons this has taken a little while longer to sort out is because we're a really diverse bunch when you say self-employed freelance. Um, We're quite a mixture in terms of, you know, how we end up being paid and what it is that we do. So between us, I wonder what our personal reactions are based on what we think we've understood has been said. Faye, what about you? Well, for me, it's an interesting one because I'm a limited company and I feel that the the glaring hole in all of these announcements are the limited companies um, and the furloughed um, employees because how can I be a furloughed employee um, and also director of my limited company? I listened and... And I was, I was thinking, I wish that I was self-employed right now. I wish I was a sole trader, um, because the sole traders, I think it looks, like, it looks very generous. It looks great, and also, although they, it, you might not necessarily get that support until three months down the line. There are also grants that you can apply for in between to help fill those gaps. But. And that's brilliant. If that applies to you, that is just fab. But for me and my status, and I know I'm most definitely not alone, I'm still thinking, I I don't know which bit it applies to. I'm falling through so many gaps here. Yeah, I I agree. It is tricky for directors. Just to clarify, um, the self-employed won't be able to claim a grant. They're going to have access to the business interruption loan schemes so they will be able to claim a loan to tide them over until June when this money is available if they need to uh, but the the chances made other measures available like people can dip into what well, he's basically saying you don't have to pay make your payment on account that's due at the end of July you can use that money to sort of tide you over ca- in cash flow terms to get you through to the summer I suppose uh, but you'll still have to make that payment um, by the 31st of January next year so uh, it's just kind of shifting things around to help people with their cash flow um, but I'm with director's point Faye I think it's still very unclear what director and there are a lot of people who are sole directors of their own companies taking a small salary some I I know a lot of people are taking a dividend but they're still paying tax on those dividends so 
I feel like those people have been missed out. There are other people who have maybe just left their job and they've started a company and they're not taking a dividend because they haven't got to that point yet or because they've invested the money in hiring other people and creating other jobs. So I feel like those people have really been overlooked. Mm. How are you affected by it, Zoe? Uh, well, I'm I'm an employer. I'm a, I'm a director, and I'm on payroll, so I'm in a similar position to Faye. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know because I can't claim. I just can't furlough myself because I still have responsibilities to run a business. Um, I could, if I needed to, I could furlough my staff, but I, yeah. I don't feel I could justify. There's there's been no announcement around what directors do, and I just don't feel I'd be justified in saying. Even if all of my work dried up, I feel like there would still be some admin. It would almost appear as though your only option in that case is to close your company. Am I right in understanding? Yeah, no one said that, but that's what it feels like to me as well. Yeah, and which comes with a cost and doesn't help you with um, sorting this immediate situation out. I'm in a different scenario to both of you. So I am employed for two days a week and self-employed for the other work that I do, which is always around one and a half days. So I suspect that in, uh, you can only get help under self-employment um, if that was where you got the majority of your income from. Uh, so, and I, I, I'd have to look back, but I don't because I've had maternity, so it's all been a little bit wonky. But there'll be other, there'll be other people here in a similar position who are part-time in one, doing a side hustle in the other, and who don't benefit, who perhaps don't benefit either, yet do depend on that income through self-employment to top up their what they have on a monthly basis. Yeah, there are loads of people in that situation who are, are do, I, I know someone who is part-time swimming teacher making up a significant amount of their income through that so, and they're not going to be able to claim anything. I think the other group of people who've been overlooked are the self-employed who've only just become sole traders. So uh, my hairdresser messaged me yeah. a while ago to say, you know, she only st- she left her job to go out on her own last summer. So she hasn't submitted a tax return yet. She didn't need to do one for 18, 19. So what is available for her? And unfortunately, it still looks like the only option for her is to use her savings for her, ta- you know, the money that she's put aside until things pick up again or mm. claim or credit or um, uh, get a business interruption loan. What about Not universal great. credit, Zoe? Can everyone apply for that? What is the criteria? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, they've apparently loosened the requirements so that more people can claim it, uh, but it's not very much. It's £90 a week or something. So um, I don't know. Sorry. That's fine. It's something else that needs to be investigated, clearly. I, I sense a lot of paperwork for for most people, really, in the next few coming months. Yeah, HMRC have said that for the self-employed, they're going to write to people who are eligible for this scheme and they're going to have to fill in some kind of form online and then the money will be paid to them in a grant so hopefully that's going to be quite straightforward but who knows how long that's and do we know if it's up to us or hmrc to determine what we're applying for hmrc HMRC. on the on the other side for the employers uh the employers who are claiming for their furloughed workers the employers will need to put some information online so there's going to be a portal for people to report which staff they want to furlough so basically the people that otherwise would be made redundant they'll be entered into that system um so but that's quite different that's that's for the employers it's a lot to get our heads around all of this isn't it and i think what's going to happen so we just wanted to make sure we spoke to you literally as soon as the chancellor had said what he had to say but we are going to be catching up with ryan from ipsy again aren't we faye yes going through the details 
And I just, <laughs> do you know what I was just thinking? Um, I can't believe the last time the three of us spoke, we were drinking gin and tonics sitting around the uh, Lido poolside. Oh, How oh, life has changed. changed. <laughs> <laughs> back, just please. a short time ago. Yeah, it's me. Well, listen, Zoe, thank you very much for joining us and for, you know, making sense of this and getting your initial reaction. Um, hopefully we'll re- we will reconvene very soon and um, catch up as well with uh, Ryan, the Economic Policy Advisor from Ipsy. I know he's been working really hard together with the Chancellor on putting this together. Um, but it's been really great to just get your initial reaction on this one this evening. Yeah, and just the only other thing we would say, Faye, isn't it? We, because we've already discovered we've got questions outstanding from our own position if anyone listening to this overnight into Friday morning um, if you've got questions that you want us to put to someone whose job it has been to help advise the government um, and who's been sifting through the policy papers then do you know get in touch with us via social media and put any of your questions there and we'll do our best to put them to Ryan thanks for listening to Freelance Mum remember there's loads more podcasts and exciting content at freelancecorner.co.uk and you can also meet lots of other freelancers subscribe like and share share from whichever platform you get your podcast from and join us next week as we speak to another expert on an issue that's important to you thanks for listening bye, bye.